Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. That's Birds of Tokyo with Unbreakable. It's an entirely appropriate song to play before talking to my next guest. His name is Warren Davies. He's one of Australia's leading rural mental health speakers. He's better known as the Unbreakable Farmer. He's coming to, well, I say he's coming to our region next week. He actually lives in our region, but he's doing a series of speaking engagements in our region next week or part of our ongoing recovery from some of the natural disasters that have been visited upon us over the last couple of years. Good morning, Warren. Good morning. Thanks for having me this morning. Thanks very much for coming in. I appreciate your time. You're doing, uh, we'll, we'll get to what you're going to be talking about, but you're doing a series of engagements next week in the Greater Shepparton area and following on from that, you'll be doing some in the Strathbogie area as well. So Monday, October 23 at Undira, Tuesday the 24th, next Tuesday at Murchison Football Netball Club and next Wednesday at Tally Groupner. So this is um, really a government supported uh, tour in, you know, in the wake of the floods that we had, which is exactly a year ago now. Yeah, no, it's um, amazing how that twelve month twelve months has um, flown by. But yeah, they're so they're events for um, I suppose community resilience, bringing community together, and I think that's the most important part of um, what these events are about is just bringing the community together. Um, you know, and it really fits in well with my my. Um, my mission of inspiring conversation so getting people together talking and, and knowing that there's you know support out there and you know and there is still lots of um, families and a, a lot of households still struggling post the floods you know 12 months ago which is really hard to believe you know that people you know still can't get on their feet um, f- through lots of um, you know lots of uh, you know, different reasons. Uh, so it's good for the community to come together and uh, and um, acknowledge. You know, we've we've gone past the twelve month mark, and now that we uh, we're on the road to recovery. So you are going to be talking about that resilience in the wake of natural disasters, but that just so happens that we did have a flood a year ago. But you've been talking about these kinds of issues for many years before that. Yeah. Look, I've. Um, you know, I've been doing this for about six and a half years and uh, as a mental health advocate and, and speaker, but also fallen into this um, disaster recovery space post, um, you know, droughts in 2018-19 then into the bushfires, COVID and then floods. So um, I've travelled, you know, pretty much most of the eastern seaboard, but right across Australia, um, working in these communities, um, sharing my story and, and some tools and, and strategies for their toolbox to be able to... Um, you know, make sure they're looking after themselves and after the people that are around them and, and, you know, building more resilient communities. For people who may not have heard you before or may not know you, tell uh, tell us a bit about your story, um, how you started off getting, you know, leaving school, getting into farming, coming out of that, the trials and tribulations of that period. Yeah, look, we lived in um, Melbourne until I was 15 and we moved up here to the Goulburn Valley um, when I was 15, moved um, to, to Merrigan. Um, mum and dad bought a small dairy farm. Um, I left school not long after, worked on a farm at Burnside for about six years and then um, bought um, a farm. Mum and dad had then moved to Tongala. By that stage, we bought a farm next door to theirs, created a family business. And then, um, you know, naively as that 22-year-old going into business, 
didn't really pay enough attention to my silent business partner and that was mother nature and and she was the one that threw me a few curveballs and and probably sparked what i now call my mental health journey and that's what i you know share with my audiences that that um you know that spiral i suppose out of control with my mental health uh, trying to um, you know grab onto the edges so I didn't keep falling, but you know hitting rock bottom and some of those lessons that I learnt along the way, and and also lessons that I've learned off people that I've I've talked to around Australia around their own mental health. Um, I share them as tools and strategies now. You ended up having to walk off the farm. Uh, yeah, we did. Um, so we got to a stage where we were in about the fourth and four and a half years into the drought where. You know, we were emotionally, physically, and financially broken, and um, and exhausted, and and because we weren't generational farmers, and we'd also bought mum and dad out of the farm, we were fairly highly geared. So it was just a perfect storm, and we ended up walking off the farm, moving to South Australia to manage a farm. But that was probably one of the biggest challenges that I've, I've faced is that you know leaving that farm, I you know symbolically unclipped my identity and left it with the farm because that's who I thought I was, Warren the farmer, and and thought I'd failed at everything. But you know I, th- I think part of my story is giving hope that you know you can rebuild, and even if you have to you know change direction, you can. Um, or you can reinvent yourself um, in a different way and that's what I do now. How did you rebuild? Look, it was a long journey. It's um, it, it's still ongoing, obviously, but, um, you know, especially that identity piece, trying to find out my identity and purpose and that's what led me into being a speaker. I just by chance did a speaker course and, and that that um, set me out on this journey that I never ever thought that that was where it would lead. I just treated it as self-development but ended up, um, you know, getting booked for a few speaking gigs and then, yeah, and a few more and then people were resonating with my story and and it just kind of snowballed from there and and that helped me pick up the pieces because, you know, I deal with anxiety and, and depression on a daily basis but when I get up on stage, you know, even if I'm really anxious, which I am, even though I do it quite often, um, you know, not long into my presentation, my purpose takes over, and that helps um, deal with my anxiety as well. So it, it, it's a it's a give and take kind of situation when I'm speaking in front of an audience because it's more therapeutic for me sometimes than it is for the audience. What is your purpose, Warren? Look, my my purpose and mission is is to create awareness and education around mental health and well-being in rural communities because you know obviously that's where I come from. I know the impact that that has. The second part um, is about you know inspiring conversations because that's really important. I think you know particularly in, in rural communities, like a, a rural communities are such great places to live, but we're also sometimes fairly guarded in how what we share. Um, so inspiring those conversations is important. I think by sharing my own story then um, gives other pe- people permission to share theirs and then obviously empowering people to seek help. And, and seeking help in rural communities can sometimes be tough because access to services can be quite limited. But, you know, building that grassroots support network around yourself is really important. How do you break through to people? Because we've heard so much about mental health in recent times some of it, uh, you know, can kind of wash over you or seem too hard or how do you connect with people, do you think, having had that experience as a farmer is a, an important part of it? 
It is. Um, I think one of the biggest and important parts around mental health, I think, is storytelling. So telling stories is really important. That's what I do through my presentation. But being authentic and just myself and, you know, I really and rare, I rarely um, use statistics in any of my presentations because statistics are just that, you know, our communities are impacted by, you know, suicide and, and the ripple effect of that through those communities, through, you know, poor mental health, this is more than statistics. Um, you know, the impact that it has on a family, on a community, on the friendship group, um, on the family, like broader, is, is so great that statistics don't do it justice. So, you know, having that authentic storytelling aspect to my presentations is really important. What are some of the tools that you're going to talk about to help people, you know, be, I guess, more resilient, uh, you know, better able to recover from these disasters because they, you know, we can't avoid, as you say, your silent business partner, Mother Nature. We can't avoid that, can we? No, I think it's really important to be, um, to have some tools. One of the tools I talk about is my unbreakable wheel of well-being, where we, you know, you develop a, a wheel by drawing spokes in the wheel to see how balanced your wheel is and what aspects of your life that you need to pay attention to. Um, you know, it'll show you how balanced your wheel is, and it's a really uh, important exercise. You know, it was real. It was made um, really. You know, I suppose it was brought to my attention how important it was when I spoke at the Remand Centre in Melbourne and a prisoner told me how important it was to him and, and that he'd pictured his wheel in his head as a, as a triangle and he was stuck um, and he was going to try and develop his spokes on his wheel to be able to roll forward. But also um, knowing who your five people are is also important. You know, your five people that, you know, when Mother Nature or any challenge comes knocking on your door, who are those five people that you can lean on and, and, and help? support you if you haven't got access to those services who are those people that can help you through i think they're two really important key tools in your toolbox and obviously if listeners would like to know more you can go along and see warren can anyone attend these sessions uh yes i'm pretty sure that you can uh, i think if you if you live in the the shepparton region i think everyone was impacted some way shape or form by the flood so i'm sure anyone can come along so this is next monday october 23 at undira recreation reserve next tuesday october 24 murchison football netball club and wednesday october 25 at tally group now football netball club free bar Barbecue starts at 6pm and then presentation at 7pm. Do people need to book? I think that they, there'll be a website that you could go to um, or contact the the Greater... Um, Shepherd and City Council? Sh- yeah, uh, the, sh- uh, the council and, yep. and see if they need to book. But um, I'm sure that if you're rocked up on the night, that um, you'll be more than welcome. And obviously, if people want to know more about you generally, uh, they can go to your website, The Unbreakable Farmer, and there is some... Um, videos on there as well that people might find helpful and you've also got links to your podcast if people want to hear some of those conversations as well yeah so there's um yeah and and hopefully in the next couple of weeks there'll be a resource page on that website as well for some useful links for people to use you know if they are struggling with their mental health and they want to look into it um if they're just you know kind of studying from the the background trying to find out you know where they need to go so um yeah jump on my website um, there's plenty of information on there as well. 
And as I said, you'll be coming to, I think, Nagambi and Euroa in early November as well. So, so watch out for those. Essentially, just to, to sum up, Warren, what do you hope would come out of speaking engagements like this? Look, the most important thing I think is that second part of my mission is inspiring conversations because a lot of people are, you know, struggling in silence. I've done a fair bit of work in, in Rochester, for instance, and you don't realise until you go into the town, everything looks okay and everything looks like it's recovered, but it's that background stuff that you don't don't realise. So I think inspiring those conversations, but just getting people together, I think is really important over, you know, it's not going to be a full on, you know, too heavy or anything side of event it's that you know you there you come along um meet up with some neighbors friends who you haven't seen for ages or whatever and just have have a chat have a have a, a bit of food and and you know come and listen to my presentation make those connections that's it connections are so important fantastic thanks very much for your time this morning and all the best with those engagements we look forward to seeing you pop up around the place We've been speaking to Warren Davies. He is the unbreakable farmer. Do you need it knocked over or smashed up? Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher. They're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into their yard where they stock a huge range of secondhand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super secondhand prices. Call Crowbar. Demolitions today on 58299 413. Sponsors of 1FM. Having trouble with your internet? Has the NBN failed you? Are you only able to get the slow satellite NBN with very limited data? Are you not able to get the NBN at all? Starlink is the answer. This is a standalone internet system that I personally use at home and have tested at speeds of over 250 megabytes a second. If you are fed up with slow, unreliable internet, then call us now and book a service call to see if Starlink is right for you. Jason's TV, 0403 688 1FM sponsor. You what they said on the radio? No, I missed it. Nah, I had to take the dog for a walk. I was at work. I was helping with the sausage sizzle. Catch the latest news updates, listen to podcasts, join us live at the Community Radio Plus app. You what they said on, on the radio? Yeah, I was listening. I was listening in the car. Yeah, I was listening on my phone. On the radio? Yeah, I was listening to it on my smart speakers when I got home. Whatever you're doing, take us with you. Community Radio Plus, your home of community radio. Download from the App Store or Google Play. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.